What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another edition of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And as soon as I got off the show yesterday, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I lost my train of thought. And <laughs> we just had ended the show. And as soon as we ended, I remember what I was going to say. So here it is. <laughs> Manny Machado, oh, and it coincides with something I read last night. It was, it was really interesting because I had this thought and then I read something and I was like, wow, this is, this is uh, interconnected. So what I was going to say was that Manny Machado has, he's gotten a bad rep already from his comments in the and his actions in the postseason, the hustle comment and, and the dirty play. And a lot of people, if he doesn't sign somewhere, are I think a lot of people are fed up with him. I think a lot of people, because this is dragging out so long, is uh, they're they're really not big fans of him and his popularity is going to go down and down and down. And I got to say, I thought he was one of the most popular players before all of this stuff came out, before he got traded to the Dodgers last season. So I think that his agent, who just released this statement, is trying to do some damage control because Yankee fans, even though there are many that want him, there are many who are just fed up with this dragging out and some people are, you know, his agent is blaming the media for some of this and it's just making him look bad and I think it's because of such a a slow hot stove season and I think that in order for him to repair you know any of any of what he's uh, any of his reputation right now that he needs to sign with a team and you know end this whole thing and you know I'm going to read his uh, agent statement in a second but when you look at it it's you, you can kind of see where his agent's coming from and how he's trying to repair Manny Machado's reputation because no matter where he signs, there's going to be a lot of people who really can't stand him because all of this stuff is just getting brought up, retread, you know, all this contract stuff and, and you know, the, the hustle comments and it's, it's just going on way too long. So I can totally see where his agent is coming with all of this stuff. So... All right, let's get into it. I'm going to read that statement to you. All right. So, uh, his agent, actually, <laughs> I can't remember what his agent's name is. Uh, was it Dan, Dan Losiga? Maybe something like that. If I got his name wrong, I'm, I'm sorry. Mario, can you look up his name for me? <laughs> okay, so what he says is, I have known Bob Nightingale and Buster Olney for many years and have always had a good professional relationship with both. 
But their recent reporting, like many other rumors in the past several months, have been inaccurate and reckless when it comes to Manny Machado. I don't know if their sources are blatantly violating the collective bargaining agreement by intentionally misleading them to try and affect negotiations through the public or are just flat out lying to them for other reasons. But the truth is that their reports on the details of the White Sox level of interest in Manny are completely wrong. I am well aware that the entire baseball universe, fans, players, teams, and media members alike, are starved for information about this free agent market for all players, including Manny. But I am not going to watch the press be manipulated into... Sorry. Oh, lost my place. Uh, I'm not going to continue to watch the press manipulated into tampering with, not just with my client, but all of these players' livelihoods as they have been doing this entire season. The absence of new information to report is no excuse to fabricate news or regurgitate falsehoods without even attempting to confirm their validity and it is a disservice to baseball fans everywhere when the media does just that. Moving forward, I will continue to respect the CBA's prohibition on negotiations through the media and hope that others would do the same. So, interesting, right? Interesting stuff where he's coming out with that. And I think the big reason is to protect Manny Machado's uh, reputation and what the public opinion is on him. So it's, it is interesting. And, you know, someone else posted all of the reported supposed contracts that have been offered to him. And it is all across the board. It is from... 175 over seven years to, I think the highest is eight years at 250. It is, it is interesting stuff, but I think it was a good move by his agent. You know, it's, you, you want to protect your player and you don't want people hating him because if he's being hated, you know, think about the potential endorsement deals he could lose if people are like, oh, I'm not even going to go near Manny Machado. You know, this is after, you know, I'm sure the, the hustle comments and, uh, you know, a little bit of the dirty play is, is going to, it's probably going to stop. I would imagine he's going to stop. And although maybe he doesn't want endorsements, who knows? Maybe he just wants to be Manny. <laughs> who, is, who is it? Was it Manny Rodriguez uh, who, played, who, who played for Boston? saying, is he the guy who said Manny? I just got to be Manny. Or he went third person. That, uh, that is hysterical. When people go third person in interviews, it just is like, really, dude? <laughs> they, those are big ego people. But I don't know. Maybe I need to incorporate that. Should I, should I, <laughs> should I do that? That would be so funny if I did interviews and in third person. I don't know where I'm getting interviewed, but... <laughs> it ever did happen I might have to go third person just to just to uh, mix it up there so 
Moving on, let's let's talk about Luke Voigt's offseason. And he likes posting videos, and I love seeing it. That guy is a beast in the gym. And he is posting some, uh, you know, it's a machine in the gym. I I don't think I've ever seen it. It's basically the version of the Roman chair where you're doing back extensions to uh, strengthen the lower back. Also works the upper back a little bit if you extend your your arms out, uh, put your hands behind your head. And this machine is weighted and he's basically holding his upper body and lifting with his lower back to raise his legs straight. It's uh, Check out the Yes Network posted that and he probably posted it too, but I saw it on the Yes Network. It's it's pretty cool. He is he is a, a, a beast, and he's a big guy. I I thought he would be with all this working out. I thought he'd be more ripped, but he's still super strong, super strong guy. I thought he'd be like. Is anybody um, follow um, Michael Vasquez? Michael Vasquez, that dude is he's crazy ripped. And little connection, he used to wear Yankee hats. So if you're He's got like millions of followers, and and right, Mario, you remember when he used to wear, he used to wear the red Yankee hat with the white interlocking NY, and I gotta, I got, we gotta get that guy on an interview because not only is he like workout maniac, and uh, he does what what you do, Mario, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I know you like that about him. And uh, dude is ripped. It's crazy. And this, the stuff he does, you should go check him out. He's under Michael C. Vasquez on Instagram. He is, he is a beast. So Luke Voigt, though, he is in the gym getting ready to compete and trying to keep that first base job. So good for him. Good for him. All right. Other thing we got for you is it's it would have been well it is it is Don Zimmer's birthday Don Zimmer passed away and when I first saw this today and said it was uh, happy birthday Don Zimmer I'm like wait a minute didn't he didn't he pass away a couple of years ago and so I had to look that up because I couldn't remember but yeah he did and do you remember Don Zimmer when he was the Yankees bench coach I know he's had a long career and he was with who the Rays, he managed the Cubs, the Red Sox, but I only remember him from the Yankees as Joe Torre's bench coach. And remember when he got hit with, uh, hit in the head? Uh, no, he got hit with a ball, right? He, I don't think he got hit in the head, but he got hit with a, a foul ball. And then he started wearing uh, a helmet. They got him like an army helmet and they put an NY on it. That was, that was pretty funny. And Jeter, from what I recall, Jeter used to like, Zimmer was like his good luck charm, right? Didn't he used to like, didn't he used to like rub Jeter's head or something for good luck, um, uh, Zimmer's head for good luck? Something like that. He, he and Jeter seemed to have a really good, funny relationship. And, you know, one of the things I heard when Zimmer was the bench coach, or it was more like when he left, and I think Don Mattingly took over after Zimmer, you know... After Zimmer left, I believe the Yankees uh, under Joe Torre did not win another World Series. And there were some people, or may, I don't know if it was people or just one article I had read, but there was speculation that 
Zimmer was a big part of Joe Torre's success in winning World Series. And they said it was because Zimmer would give Torre advice or Torre would like throw some ideas around to him. And that Zimmer was actually not a very conservative guy. And he would tell Joe Torre to make some aggressive moves and some some risky things. And, you know, if you remember, Joe Torre used to have the magic touch. He would, you know, put a guy in the order who you'd think, well, you know, what's he playing him for? And the guy would go on to have, like, whatever, go four for four with, with uh, two homers and five RBIs, like some crazy game. And you'd be like, wow, that was just... That was just the, the the Midas touch there. So makes me think, was that something that Don Zimmer was doing? You know, was he the one telling Tori to play these guys? Probably not all the time, but, you know, maybe he had a, a little influence like that. Or, you know, making some moves during the game or, or pinch hitting. You remember, Joe Tori, I feel, used to have a lot of guys pinch hit and hit home runs like Strawberry. I remember Daryl Strawberry having a few. I think one year, didn't he have like something crazy, like four pinch hit home runs? Pretty, pretty awesome. But so happy birthday to Don Zimmer. I, I am sure he is looking down from heaven and giving the Yankees good luck this year. Right? Right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Zim was was awesome. Oh, and we know what happened with that Red Sox brawl where that animal, Pedro Martinez, threw Zimmer down onto the ground. Oh, horrible. Horrible. Ugh. Never, never. Oh, I, you know what? Just Yankee-related um, with him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely show Susanna his picture the next time we have her on the show because she has some, she has some really funny stuff to say about him. Ugh. We used to, she used to crack me up with all the things. And you know what? As of right now, this, this, uh, Susanna's episode, the interview episode was the top episode of the week so far. And by far, by far, it was the top episode. So if you missed that, go back. That was episode 51. All right. So go check that out. A lot of people giving some really positive feedback. We had a lot of laughs on it and we're definitely going to get her back on the show for another one of those interviews. So the other person whose birthday it is is Betty White. And I, Betty White, I don't know, is she? I could see her being a Yankee fan, right? Don't you think Betty White would be a, a Yankee fan? I don't really, um, I did not see her um, in the Golden Girls. I guess that's where she got most of her uh, recent notoriety, right? But she did, she did Saturday Night Live, like, within the last, I don't know, 15 years maybe, right? Something like that. And she is funny. She is a funny woman. And she turned 97 today. That is, that is awesome. And she was on, wasn't she on that show, Mary Tyler Moore Show? Wasn't that, like, a, a big show for her, too? And I remember seeing that on repeats. That was probably one of those, like, Channel 11 shows that either went on after Yankee games back in the day, PIX, or, um, or during a rain delay. Maybe they showed that during a rain delay, although I think it was a lot of Odd Couple. And, and, and Honeymooners. Honeymooners is the big one that went on after Yankee games. That's, that's how I got to 
know anything about the honeymooners. <laughs> oh boy. So, you know, it is it is still a little bit of a slow week in baseball. And so I started to look up and like, you know, what what can we talk about? And got those miscellaneous little stories for you on uh, that we just went over. And one of the other ones I thought was, okay, well, let's see if there's anything baseball related for the, the national day, whatever you call it, national, the national day calendar. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. It is crazy. Some of these things. So one of them is get to know your customers day. So who thinks of these things? Who thinks of these things? (laughs) But I don't know if if you guys, even though you know this is a free podcast, obviously, um, are you guys who are listening considered my customers? So if that is, I want you. I want to get to know you. <laughs> I get to know my customers day. So send us an email if you're listening on the Anchor app. Tell us, you know, do the voice messaging. Find it on that. Find us on social media. I'll give you all of those. Okay, so the Anchor app has voice messaging. Email, yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is yankeecrazypodcast. Twitter is yankeecrazypod. And Facebook, go give us a like there at yankeecrazypodcast. So, need to know. And, you know, we're working on the logo. So, I definitely, we're definitely going to be doing some some t-shirts, some hats, and probably some 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 uh, some sweatbands, some wristbands. Because I love I love wristbands. When I was a kid, do you remember there was that company? Uh, who was it? They were they had triangles. They had triangles, and it was big Major League Baseball. And when we were me and my brother were playing baseball, we loved sweatbands. And I used to I think I asked for those for Christmas. I remember getting like. I think they were like Yankee blue and probably had white ones too. I probably went with the like with the Yankee blue and the white and I would wear like double on both arms and there was a player was it was it Ricky Henderson? Might have been Ricky Henderson who was super superstitious. <laughs> super superstitious. It's <laughs> oh, a funny phrase. And I think it was him. He used to do, he had such superstitions that he would have two wristbands. And this is probably how I started doing two wristbands on each arm. He would do two wristbands and his first at bat. And if he got a hit, he would keep it. If he didn't get a hit, he would like remove one of the wristbands and have two on one arm and one on the other. And if he didn't get a hit, then he'd take another one off. And he had this crazy superstition. We got, I got to look that up and, and see if there's any sort of a story about that because that's probably how I started it. But I love wristbands. I am a big wristband person. And, uh, I don't know. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get some, put the Yankee crazy logo on it, which as I said, we're working on and some t-shirts. We'll definitely have Yankee blue t-shirts with the logo and hats. How, you know, it was national hat day the other day. And I have finally found a Yankee hat that fits my head. And that's the hat I'm wearing if you're if you're following us on social media that I had posted of myself. And I am very very particular with hats. 
you know, a lot of the fitted hats can either be too small or too big, like when it goes like elevated above your head and it either makes me look like I've got this pea head if it's too small or this just like monster big head that it doesn't fit. And then I, then I tried the, the, the stretch hats in the back. What are those called? Um, they are, uh, the flex fit, the flex fit hats and flex fit goes small, medium, and then they go large, extra large. And if I don't get the right company, like, like new era, new eras, I am like in between. They need, need to make a medium large because that would fit me. But instead I, and I'm, pretty sure they don't know because I they don't because I know because I actually bought a small medium and I bought a large XL and neither one fits me the the one Yankee hat is too small and the other one is too big and it's really frustrating so finally I had to get one of the uh, velcro in the back and I wanted the ones that I think they stopped making them because it probably was a co- more cost effective to make them just with the fabric in the Velcro instead of the um, the snaps, those little like things that uh, that go through the holes. And those are my I, I like I like them better. I'm I'm not I don't love this Velcro. It feels like I don't know really unauthentic. But if you tell us what you know, as I said, it's it's finding it's know about your customers day or wait what is it what is the exact one. Get to know your customers' day. So let me know. What, what are your favorite hats? And if you have a Yankee hat that is in between those small, medium, and, and large, extra large, let me know because I could, I could really use one. Or maybe I might have to try another fitted hat. <clears throat> maybe I'll have to see what the, the fitted hat market is because I have one. I have a fitted hat from, it's from like 1987. It's a Yankee fitted hat. And it's got the green brim underneath and they used to make them with the green brim underneath then they went to gray uh yeah gray and I never liked the gray and then in recent years they went to black and I had heard that they went to black because some players had said that the gray it was like a light gray was like it would be too much glare they get too much glare in there like um you know obviously playing or, or going back on a on a uh, a fly in the outfield, so <clears throat> interesting to me. I don't know. This <laughs> I don't know if you find it interesting, but I'm a big hat guy. So look, we will definitely when we start making hats, they're going to be good hats that fit me. They're not just going to be cheap throwaway hats. You know, maybe we'll find a good trucker hat like Patagonia. Patagonia makes really good hats. If you are in the market for a hat and it's not a Yankee hat, go check out Patagonia's, and um, that'd be great to get them as a sponsor. I would love Patagonia gear, and the owner is a really cool guy. He's a, a surfer, and if you read a, a, a lot about him, and his name's like uh, Yvonne Chanud, something like that. I can't pronounce it, but really cool guy. What's, what's really cool is that his, his biography, his autobiography is Let My People surf or something like that. He's got really cool uh, company rules and you can basically work whenever you want and they're in Santa Barbara so everybody can go out and surf at lunchtime or, or when it gets really good and just get your work done whenever. So so there's my stuff. There's, there's hats. There's my review on hats. 
Oh, boy. So, other news, you know, the only related thing is that this guy, uh, only Yankee-related thing is that this guy played against the Yankees. But, you know, I only knew him as B.J. Upton, not Melvin Upton. I, I don't even remember him changing his name. So, B.J. Upton, who came up with the Rays, he, I guess, went to Melvin Upton. And now he is declaring that he is back to B.J. Upton. And I never knew what it meant, but B.J. stands for Boss Man Jr. Because I guess his father, was was, his nickname was Boss Man, and he's Boss Man Jr. And Melvin, to me, I don't know, Melvin Upton, I would have just gone with Mel, right? Mel Upton? That sounds, Mel Upton sounds like an old school, like, baseball player from the 60s. I guess I'm thinking maybe a Mel Ott, but, I, I, or, and, oh, and Mel Stottlemyre. Look at, I can't believe I thought of Mel Ott first. Mel Stottlemyre, who uh, unfortunately passed away this week, and, and if you missed that show, go back and, uh, and listen to that one. That was, uh, I don't know, show 52, 53, not sure, but. Anyway, B.J. Upton went to Mel Upton, went to Mel- <laughs> Melvin Upton, and now he is back to B.J. Upton. But the guy hasn't played in the majors in a few years. That's probably why I had no idea he changed to, to Melvin. But we'll see if, uh, if he is going to come back. Because B.J. Upton, when he came up, he was really, really good. He was a, he was a great player. Really um, great speed defense, and and he could hit. He he was pretty. He was decent hitter, decent hitter. But reminds me of Giancarlo Stanton. You know, he came up and he was Mike. He was Mike Stanton, and then he becomes Giancarlo. And I remember when that changed, and it was like whoa, 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 whoa. That's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, that is a big switch to go from Mike to Giancarlo. And it's probably because he got so good. And, you know, when, when you're that good, I guess you can be Giancarlo. And I don't know, maybe he didn't want to, maybe it was, uh, thought people couldn't pronounce it. I don't know. I don't know. I, got, I don't know the full story. But if you know Giancarlo and you think, he would uh, want to come on the show <laughs> for an interview. Uh, tell, him, tell him to get in touch with us. Tell him to get in touch with us because I will definitely interview him. I will not say no to <laughs> Giancarlo, if you're listening, call in the show. Would love to know the full story on why you went, why you started with Mike. And that reminded me of John Sterling's home run call for Giancarlo and I I don't even remember the whole thing he's got two he came up with two but he got so much flack for that because it was pretty bad it was like he couldn't even say it he was like Giancarlo no say parlo or oh it was bad and I was I was kind of shocked that John Sterling had such a, a, a bad one. He then he changed. He like does one that he intermixes with those calls, and it was uh, I forget what it was, but it was better. It was better. But you think you think that he would 
get a, a, a really better home run call for that. And maybe we should think of one and submit it. Although so many people did it last year. And, uh, and he, but he didn't change. He did have that one that he throws in, the, the alternate version. But that's few and far between that he does those. So that's about it for the show, guys. That is all we have. And like I said, we need some Yankee news. And But what are we up to? I think it is 27 days, right? 27 days to spring training, and I am in the middle of my own spring training, which is getting in shape with Isogenics products, and if you haven't checked it out, go. They are still doing free memberships in order to get discounts on all of their amazing products, and they've got protein shakes, they have energy drinks, they have creatine, they have like a whole line, whether you want to lose weight or gain muscle, so check it out. Their Amped Products line is really, really awesome. Check it out at staystoked.isogenics.com. That's S-T-A-Y-S-T-O-K-E-D dot I-S-A-G-E-N-I-X dot com. All right, check that out. They've got a lot of great products and you get a coach with it as well and money back guarantee. So it makes, it is a no-brainer, Okay. Staystoked.isogenics.com. All right, guys, that is. Oh, what I wanted to say was spring training, 27 days away. 27. We are under the amount of days of February. So, under, under the shortest month of the year. So, gonna be awesome. And who wears 27 right now for the Yankees? Hmm. I don't know. I remember, Remember? do you remember the catcher Butch Weiniger? He wore 27 for the Yankees, and he was a pretty good catcher. He, I, he came over from the Twins, and he had some good years with the Yankees, although, you know, that was in the 80s when, poof, man, the Yankees, they, they had a lot of talent, but never, never got it done. Um, you know, I saw a picture of Dave Winfield, Don Mattingly and Ricky Henderson and all those three guys were on the team at the same time and man those are those are three superstars right there and you know who else was on those teams Mike Pagliarulo played third um you had Rick Cerrone in the 80s although I you know I can't remember where Rick Cerrone and um and what's his name and Butch Weiniger were in terms of order I think Butch Weiniger was after Rick Cerrone and you had Dave Rigetti Rags Rigetti, oh man, he was awesome. Loved Rigetti, and who else? Who else was in there those days? I don't know. I don't know. Those are kind of like the lost years, right? Poor Donnie Baseball never got a World Series ring. That's a that's a crime in itself. But anyway, spring training is coming. I don't know who is twenty seven right now. Cause what's is wait is is Giancarlo? Is he twenty seven right now? Let me think. Or is he... Yeah, wait. He might be 27. I don't know. I'm blanking on his number. Mario, look up what his number is. But anyway, we're down to 27 days. And that means that a lot of these free agents... We we know that within, I would say, the next 20 days, 
Manny Machado and Bryce Harper will be signed to somebody, <laughs> someone, some team will be heading into spring training with those guys. And it's, it's re- I, it really interesting how this is going to shape up. And it looks like Machado to Philadelphia is the, is the, 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 the best case scenario. And Machado, who knows? Uh, you know, like we talked about earlier, his agent trying to get people to, to, to just shut up. But that's it. We will obviously be monitoring all of this stuff. So stay tuned, guys. And let's go Yankees.